Hello, everyone. This is Myra with Hale Pule's Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga podcast. I was at a conference for the United States National Ayurvedic Medical Association in late April. I had the opportunity and the honor to speak about the Ayurvedic perspective on addiction and to teach conscious, sustainable yoga asana. It was a moving experience to be around that many people with a deep interest in these vast sciences of living. It touches me deeply to see others committed to living uplifting lives. And I was reminded that we need to step into life and appreciate what's right in front of us rather than get caught up in the doing of life. When I spoke about an Ayurvedic approach to healing addictions, one of my recommendations was to focus on the four pillars of health as a method for real recovery. The first is ahar, or the diet. The second is vihar, or your lifestyle. The third is the importance of having good quality and appropriate quantity of sleep. And the last is the yama of brahmacharya, which is what we'll be focusing on this month at Halipule. Brahmacharya is typically translated as celibacy, and many relate it only to how we manage our sexual energy. And this is, of course, a key component. But I also think of it as how we manage our energy in general. This is so important. We only have so much of it in a day and in a lifetime. How is it being used? To chase things in life? To seek and to acquire? Or are we always putting in great effort to get someplace? If we trace our goals and our ideals to their root, if we examine the underlying motive, we'll find that a lot of what we do in life is about the pursuit of intimacy. We're looking for deep, meaningful connection. And often we think that we need to be a certain way to get that, to have an ideal body, job, house, or relationship. The desire for intimacy is part of our fabric, and I think that living life in its truest sense involves intimacy. So what is it? At first, many of us think about sexual encounters and relationships, but intimacy touches many parts of our lives. Perhaps it's when we allow ourselves to be fully present without resistance to anything, ourselves, another person, life. It's defined as the condition or instance of being intimate. And intimate is close association with the innermost aspects of something or having acquaintance or familiarity. Maybe intimacy is truly appreciating the sensuality of a moment, about experiencing it with all of our five senses. We can assign many forms for intimacy as we engage with the outside world. A tender moment with a friend or animal, an orgasm with a beloved, a birth, a death, or just gazing at the stars. Intimacy on the inside, internal intimacy, is a deep knowing and revealing. It's the most relaxed state we can have with body, mind, emotions, and spirit. The purity of our spirit is who we are in those moments. In order to experience true intimacy on the inside and on the outside, we need to practice ahimsa, satya, and asteya. 
the yamas or our ethics that I've talked about in recent podcasts. Practicing ahimsa, the willingness to be kind, considerate, and respectful to ourselves and others, is a way of managing our energy that keeps us open to deep encounters with those around us. Conducting ourselves in this way gives us the confidence to stay present. So choosing to be honest, satya, is what allows us to see and feel our current state clearly so that we can take steps to move beyond uh, loneliness and feeling disconnected and not knowing our true selves. Then asteya, or non-stealing, is what helps us to see and change the patterns we've developed that keep us from intimacy. To learn to conduct life and not steal well-being from ourselves or from others is pretty big. It helps us see how we can enrich our lives. And it's through intimacy and our interactions that this can happen. When ahimsa, satya, and asteya are considered and integrated into our approach to life, then brahmacharya follows fairly easily. Our energy will flow naturally in a beneficial direction because we have a strong framework for our decision-making. One of the things I was taught early on in my practices was to walk things through when making decisions. I was always in a hurry and rushing to get things done, missing the experience of the process and thinking the result was going to make me happy. This approach is actually a breeding ground for addiction. And we see this today in many places in the world. It's the mode of imagining satisfaction is out there in the future after something else happens rather than right here and now. Today, I walk things through by imagining the steps I'll take. Sometimes I write them down just to see the whole picture. I sometimes run it by another person just to get another perspective. And that way I can be sure to find the best possible direction and process as well as results. And sometimes another person helps me see where I'm limiting myself. In walking things through, I was also taught to stop doing anything that made me feel bad about myself. This was and still is incredibly helpful at moving me toward the things that bring intimacy into my life. It also helps to keep ego and selfish motives at bay. The practices of Ayurveda and yoga invite us to become intimate with ourselves by connecting to nature, to others, and with ourselves. A state of connection often begins when we allow ourselves to feel comfortable. Just let everything be okay. We make the conscious choice to let old feelings from the past reside truly in the past, and then we can be empty and open in the present. And it sounds simple to say, but you might wonder how to bring it into practice. Well, remember first that it's a practice, meaning it's ongoing. I find that simple prayers, mantra, and meditation are the most helpful for tuning into the moment right here, right now. When the mind is engaged with uh, high vibration thoughts or activities, it can relax. And that's a true letting go. Stopping the resistance and fighting. It's a surrender. And I would define this as brahmacharya.
Practicing brahmacharya helps us to flow with the current of life. Life invites us into a continual state of change. It is truly dynamic. And when we resist change, when we try to control things that we don't have control over, when we resist what life puts in front of us, we're creating more and more difficulty and make things hard. As I hear so often these days, it's hard. Hmm. This is a mismanagement of our energy. It's exhausting and ultimately futile because we can't make everything happen the way we want it to. And often it's in our best interest when things go differently than what we thought. Resistance keeps us disconnected from our true nature and it keeps us from experiencing intimacy. I often hear clients say they get lonely at night. Feelings of loneliness are directly related to how we manage our energy all day long. If we're repressing our feelings and interrupting the flow of prana in many ways, then we feel disconnected. And this is how depression and other mental illness comes about. When we hide behind these repressed feelings, there's a blockage that's created and it makes it almost impossible to experience any intimacy in life. We feel well when our prana flows easily and properly through our body and our aura. This is the space we are responsible for. And I like to remind my clients and students and myself that it's the only thing we truly have control over. So let's do something with it. Use it in the way it was designed. Most of us haven't been raised to think of ourselves this way. And Certainly, when young people started pushing the boundaries around sexual freedom in the late 1960s and early 70s, we thought this was real freedom, just allowing our instincts to run amok. But this type of behavior actually just disperses our own energy, and sexual encounters can leave us with residual energy that we don't really want, and it sets us back rather than moving us forward in life. It's not until we see and feel the beauty in the process of life that we can see the value in managing our own energy and working with it fully in our interactions on a daily basis. Life is meant to be lived, and I found that the intuitive energy practice gives me the tools to do this. So let's work with some right now. Sit upright with your eyes closed. Use a chair or the wall for support as you need. Bring your attention into the center of the head. And from there, create a grounding cord, an energetic cord from the base of your spine to the center of the planet. Hook it in, turn it on release, and be in the mode of letting go. From near the center of the planet, bring Earth's energy up through the bottoms of the feet, knees, and hips and down your grounding cord, creating a connection with the earth. And then reach way out into the cosmos and bring bright, sparkling cosmic energy in through the top of the head, down the backside of the spine, picking up about 10% earth energy and bringing this earth and cosmic energy back up the front side of the spine, letting it pour out through the top of the head, filling up your aura. This is how you feed your aura which is connected to the function of your Agni, the digestive fire, and the creation of Ojas, your vitality and immunity. This is you moving your prana. 
if you got lost just then or you spaced out, don't worry. Just keep going and your spirit will eventually clear things up. Just take a look now from the center of your head at the first and second chakras at the base of the spine and in the low belly area. And this would be for men and for women. These chakras are related to the sense of security, our feelings, and our sexual energy. Is the energy strong there? Is the energy moving? Does it feel pure, focused? Or does it feel foreign and dispersed? Create a rose out in front of you, and we use the rose just as a neutral symbol to help us move energy. And then use that rose as a cosmic vacuum cleaner to remove any foreign energy, anything that's just not you. And if you're not sure, it's probably not you. And then once you've collected that up, put the rose out in front at the edge of your aura and blow it up by tossing a little bomb at it or light a match and dissolve it completely. And now let's replenish your space and fill it up with gold, high vibration energy. So create a gold sun over your head. And let's put in there the energy of openness and trusting the process of life, some courage and self-respect, self-love and love of the divine. Pop a hole in that gold sun and allow bright gold, high vibration energy to flow in through the top of your head filling all the cells of your body. Filling the grounding cord and filling your aura around your body at about 18 inches or half a meter. Set your aura evenly around your body in order to be fully present. And then when you're ready, open the eyes slowly. Intimacy occurs right in this moment. And life is just one moment after another. Give yourself the gift of living and take care of your energy on a daily basis and see how your life changes. It will be beyond your imagination. Thanks for listening. I'll be in Australia very soon from May 16 to June 3rd, hosting workshops and consultations in Sydney, Melbourne, and Adelaide. Registration's open for the event, so take a look at halepule.com for details. So that I can clearly connect with my students, the workshops are intimate. Reserve your spot today and we'll dive into the joy of Ayurveda and yoga together in person. As a reminder, we offer trainings, clinical, professional, and personal mentoring and Ayurvedic health consultations that can guide you along your journey to vibrant health. If you're ready to take the next step, visit hollypule.com. That's H-A-L-E-P-U-L-E.com.
In Ayurveda, we understand that we each have a unique constitution. Halipuli's tridoshic approach is ideal for families and supports multiple constitutions. You can cultivate sattva in cooking, knowing that you're making meals that support everyone's constitution. Subtle adjustments may be required, but it doesn't need to be a stress point. To learn our tridoshic approach to create nourishing meals, join Simple Ayurvedic Cooking with Halipuli. Their recipes are easy, delicious, and will leave you feeling energized. And the link to join is in our show notes.